All right, guys, me and Jose are back for another fun season with y'all. Going to start this podcast up right. How you been, man? Doing pretty good. How you been? Doing good. Remy texted me earlier tonight making sure we were doing the cast. So that's our commissioner checking in, making sure that we keep the tradition alive. So I was trying to see if he'd join us, but I guess he's going to fill in over the next couple weeks. So have some guest hosts. I'm just like that we're doing the cast again. As I just hope it, it goes all the way. Um, last year was a little <laughs> rocky, man. Me and George, it's hard, you know, man. It's it's tough to keep a schedule. It really is, and we yeah. fell off at the end. But I'm I'm hoping this year we keep it going strong. We're all doing too much adult shit now. That's the problem. You know, everyone's got big boy jobs and getting married, having kids. We ain't, we ain't as free as we used to be. Yeah, it's it's that time. I know a lot of us try to hold out, <laughs> Piff and <laughs> George. <laughs> But you know, at some point you gotta you gotta settle down, put some kind of like a death pack between those two because I feel like whoever pops the question first, the like, you know, Shelly or uh, Kelly is gonna kill the other. You know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> for, for me and Lassel, <laughs> like, like you've got like like almost like saw like you've got twenty four hours to propose or I'm gonna take your life. You know? Dude, they're playing basically marriage chicken. You know, yeah. just calling each other's bluff and seeing who holds out the longest. Cool, man. Well, uh, I guess we'll say welcome to our newest member. I don't know if this dude's name is Troy or Chambers or... His uh, name is Nicholas. Actually, you know what? This is a great opportunity. Let's give him a little <laughs> welcome in. This is Nicholas Chambers. You know, okay. he's an ammo guy. He's um, there in Homestead, sucking life or hating life with the rest of us. Johnny, okay. Remy, you know, George, they all know him. Um, George knows him too, you know. So he's actually... At least, at least half the league knows him. Uh, Josh might even know him. I wasn't sure if yeah. he had left at that point, but um, you know, just another ammo troop, another dirty ammo. No, hey man, if you ain't ammo, no. I forget the saying is. I pretend not <laughs> to know it. <laughs> That's okay. I'm sure they all said it here in the car, yelling it loud and I know. proud. Because I know they're super moto. I know for sure Remy is. Mm-hmm. He probably just made Remy's day when he hears it. He's gonna be all pumped. So, <laughs> gonna go no, that's cool. He's a knoll, so I mean, I'm happy about it. One more knoll to uh, troll everybody else. Bitch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say, man, if like if it takes me losing at fantasy football, like if I lose this week and then they win at Louisville on Friday, I'll just be like, whatever, man. I'll go. I'll go zero and fourteen and lose by fifty points every week. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what it takes, <laughs> just claim the wins for my boys. Yeah. Oh, so we'll see here. Which so, matchup you want to get into first? Actually, I thought before we talk about matchups, why don't we uh, why don't we talk about the drafts? Why don't we talk about how the draft results looked out? Yeah. Let's do it. I'll let you uh, say your initial thoughts, and then I'll bring up the draft results here on my screen. All right. So I figure I kind of go through the teams a little bit and. You know, okay. um, uh, first off, I'm just I'm gonna be biased. I think George mm-hmm. had a good draft. I think he had a really good draft. Um, he had a a weird hiccup there, where he decided that taking two tight ends was a great idea. Yeah. Um, but after that, he kind of pulled it together, man. But on the flip side of it, if one hits and is like a top five tight end between Hawkinson and Schultz, 
then it won't seem as crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. What he took him in, let's see, what's that? Five, six. Six and the seven. Six and the seven. So, I mean, I guess you got just as much chance for, like, one of these other guys to bust, you know? Mm-hmm. Could have had Miles Sanders, could have had Dobbins, maybe Juju. Yeah. And he kind of needs help at running back. I mean, he's got Javante Williams and Tony Pollard. But, yeah. you know, those are going to be, like, RB2, RB3. I don't know. He doesn't – he needs help definitely in the RB position. Well, you could talk draft strategy here because, uh, you know, it wasn't last year, but the year before you went three wide receivers and won it all from the 10th pick. So, not to toot your horn too much here, but, I mean, are running backs really worth that much anymore? I mean, I feel like it's, like, an old theory. Like, the zero RB seems very popular, and I feel like there's less chance of busting going zero RB. I mean, I had Jonathan Taylor on my team last year and uh, the Steelers guy and, you know, Najee. And, I mean, I wasn't super competitive like you were with your four horsemen of receivers. So, man, you had CMC and Swift. Yeah, and CMC and both Swift were busts. They were busts. Yeah. I, I lost CMC for, like, the whole year, and then Chubba Hubbard was horrible, yeah. you know, and and Swift was injured the whole time. So I, I really kind of leaned on those receivers. And I get what you're saying. Like, looking at the draft this year, notice how much the receivers have creeped up into the first round. You know, oh, you yeah. took Jamar Chase in the, you know, fourth overall. And in a winch, uh, Steve over here, he went triple receiver. He took Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, which I don't agree with that one, and uh, mm-hmm. A.J. Brown. I think I would have taken Aaron Jones. I think I would have taken Aaron Jones. Um, I know yeah. there's that, you know, timeshare happening with um, Dylan, but I think he's. I think they're going to be. I think they're going to be good. I think Aaron Jones is going to produce. Yeah, I wasn't going to take Kelsey, so like I, I was pretty set. Like I was hoping I could get Pitts. So I think he's either going to be boom or bust. So I was willing to take the risk on him. You know, and then yeah. he'll probably bust some weeks, but I feel like his boom weeks will be awesome. Acres is just a total homer pick. So that one, I was just like, eh. you know, I want to have a Noel on my team. So I feel good about it. Mm-hmm. Chubb, Chubb, I feel like could burn me. But at the same time, just draft strategy wise, it was like, I don't feel like he was any more of a risk than Jones, Barkley. I could Here's have my maybe question gone for you. CD Lamb. Yeah. Quick question for you. What do you think Chubb goes? RB1 or RB2 in the year? He was ranked 11 last year mm-hmm. in PPR, I think. Where do you think he goes? How, where do you think he performs this year? Think he keeps it up? I, I could see him finishing in the top 20 running backs. But yeah. I don't know. Let's see. When he, he was the eighth one off the board. Chubb was tenth, uh, tenth. second round. So, yeah. Yeah, so 10th running back off the board. So, you know, if he's a fringe RB1, then I got him at value. Um, you know. I don't know, for our league, you know. I mean, yeah, they're I just – good. If he can stay healthy, which he generally does, then I'm okay with it. It's just – for him, his division, man, they just – they play so many tough defenses, you know, between the Steelers, Cincinnati, mm-hmm. and, the, you know, Baltimore. It's just like they got a lot of good defensive fronts. Yeah, I, I like your team. The only person that honestly scares me, I think Chubb's going to be fine. Um, just yeah. to put that out there. Like, he's going to – I think he probably gets RB2, solid RB2 numbers, and has some nice RB1 weeks. The mm-hmm. person who scares me on your team the most is Cam Akers. 
Yeah, he could he could hit, but I mean, I don't, I don't see it as much. Um, I just want it in case he does, but I, I don't know if I really let myself believe it. I mean, that's a bad injury, the Achilles, mm-hmm. and I mean, I guess James Robinson's about to show out because he he hurt his as well, and he's supposed to be starting over ETN now. I heard, but yeah, I mean, if he comes back and he can look like he was before he got hurt, I mean, he was supposed to last year before and then he went down so you know I feel like they've got plans for him um we'll see I mean I feel like he's a good goal line package back as two because he's so shifty like you know he can kind of power it but I don't think people really go with that strategy anymore and then just the McVay offense you know it's kind of like he can do that little wheel out yep yeah hopefully um hopefully he has a good year you know he's not hasn't been very consistent in the past but I think I think he'll be I think I think that's probably my if I was if I had your team, that's the person mm-hmm. I'd be looking at with the probably the most risk, you know. So let me tell you who I think has the worst draft. Just kind of looking through this, even though Pip's right, usually a top candidate here, I would go Bub. Bub, really? You think he's looking at his team, man? There's just it's a lot of questions, man. Dalvin never stays healthy for everything. So you know, hyping up the new guy, Trey Lance, right? But. Mm-hmm. There's like quarterback drama almost there. Debo might be. He's not. It's not a weak spot. But James Conner, that's a weak spot. He never stays healthy. Yeah. DK's got. Okay. Good luck. That's scary. And scary Terry in Washington. But what's what going on? You know, like maybe I don't even know. Sam Howell. Yeah. You know, like I mean, he never he never pans out. So I don't know who he's going to play this RB. You know. Um, mm-hmm. Cleveland again. Who's your quarterback? Yeah, Watson's gonna be out forever. You got Ertz in Arizona. Okay, okay maybe. maybe I don't think he's like a top tight end by any means. He's just kind of a placeholder. Maybe Parker in New England. They never have great pass catchers. Okay, okay Getsky in uh, Miami. I think he's better than Ertz. You know, you got some good value there in the last round. Um, mm-hmm. Marlon Mack's already been cut, and then Mark Ingram. Like oof. Yeah, you're making some you good know, points. Like, just looking through his team, I mean, I don't see how he's going to start, like, a competitive roster. You know, like, the first couple guys that you'll look at and be like, oh, he's got two or three guys. But then after that, it's like, it's a big drop-off. Like, he could have yeah. some goose eggs more often than not that are just leaving him, like, sitting there. I don't know. Yeah. After, after you going through that whole list, I have to agree with you, man. It's his – his running backs are, are going to be – are still risky, but they, they, they're they pretty good. And I think the wide receivers start to really fall off. And then his, his bench RBs are just – you can't trust any of them. Mark Mack doesn't play anymore, you know. And yeah. Mark Ingram and James Robinson, yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's going to be a rough one for him. And he kind of went early with quarterback, too. Like, he took Justin yeah. Herbert in the sixth. I think he could have waited for sure and maybe tied up his team a little bit better. I mean, Remy taking Rodgers in the last round, it's just – it's insane. Like, I feel like that's, like, either our our league is really big brain or it's, like, that's a Bush League move. I, I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> like, how did we let a quarterback like that drop to the last round? You know, like, I was almost like, I feel like an idiot now. I didn't even need – I had Mahomes. But I, I was know. Like, you know, you really just got Rodgers in the last round of the draft. When has that ever happened? It like, is pretty crazy. It's insane. Like, the quarterback value – of people that are big names and consistent, good QBs, 
yeah. fell so low, you know, much lower than you would expect it to. He was the MVP last year, right? So, I mean, like, he's going to get you the stats. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I mean, I know he lost Devontae Adams. But, I mean, like, you know, for a flyer in the last round, I mean, that was great value by Remy, for sure. Oh, big time. So, all right. Well, which matchup do you want to get into first? All right. Screw the rest of the teams. Everyone else, your draft sucks. Yeah, we'll get into um... them as we go. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah, sounds good. Um, uh, I'll leave me and Johnny for last. I could talk more shit. And uh, let's go with you and uh, Remy. The Wasp here. I'm not sure. I like his team name. So I guess you didn't see it, but like I got hit stung by a wasp like earlier that week before the draft. I had like a huge wet red welt on my stomach. (laughs) It was awful. So I've been waiting to say this punchline. So I'll go ahead and do it now on the cast. Do you know what Mahomes' offense in college was called? What? The air raid. What what kills wasps? Raid spray. So right. <laughs> you're setting you're setting yourself up, Brimmy. You're setting yourself up. You already picked a bad team name. Mahomes Ooh. is gonna toast your ass. He's gonna look make Dak look, you know, like Dak looks. If he can survive Tampa Bay, if he don't break his ankle again. You know, so um for Mahomes versus Dak, I definitely got the quarterback advantage there. Um here's where it's like sucks to play Remy early because he has CMC. And, you know, Scary. like, yeah, like, if he plays four games, you know, I'm going to get one of the one of the games where CMC goes off. Um, but it's against Cleveland. So, you know, they got Miles Garrett. They got some good defensive linemen. But they're probably going to just feed feed him. But now they got Baker. So maybe Baker doesn't rely so heavy on him. I don't know how that game plan is going to go. I still think he gets his points. I'd say – I would not bet him to go under 22 points, I guess. No, I, would, I would probably lean to that over. Could um, be top three this week. Yeah, and then I got Chubb good. against him. So, I don't know. I don't think Chubb gets as close. Maybe he can keep me competitive. Acres Jones. Acres, huh? Yeah. Uh, not that good. Not good. I'll go, I'll go with him with Jones there. I mean, I'm playing – Acres has got Buffalo – First game of the season, man, I hate playing Thursday night players, but you kind of got to start your studs here this early. Um, You know, I guess this Thursday doesn't really – it's not like he's playing on a short week, so he'll be fresh. Uh, Maybe I get a big play in there, but he'll probably win there. Here's where I start to feel like I'll pull ahead is Jamar Chase versus Gabe Davis. Oh, big time. Chase is going to have a nice game. Hopefully. They're going to crush Pitt. I feel like Pitt – to stop the run, and Joey B is going to make them pay, you know? So, yeah, it's, it's a no contest going against Gabe yeah. Davis. So, so Chase will get his. Bateman versus the Jets, I really like, you know, that matchup. So, Jets are trash. You know, Lamar will come out. You know, it's early in the season. He's going to try and avoid the hits, stay healthy for a while. I really wanted Williams. This is the one thing that I know. It's like looking too. in the mirror, the team I wanted for some of these players <laughs> that Remy's got. That's the worst. Uh, Williams, Waddle, and then he's got one more that's on the bench. Maybe it was Olave or Sky Moore that I was, like, sniping me. Um, so, so that could be a battle. Bobby. I guess this is where I put an intermission. Technical difficulties. 
Okay, I'll quit talking trash about Zeke because clearly Remy's listening and he keeps cutting out the call for me each time. So I will give Zeke the win against the uh, the Eagle versus Devontae Smith. Maybe it takes him a little while. We'll see. Um, this this yeah. won't be the rest of these flexes. Uh, yeah. Jerry Judy takes Kareem Hunt. I don't believe in Kareem Hunt. He's maybe an RB3 at best in this game. Not going to happen. Um, Jalen Waddle, Waddle's going to take Valdez Scantling. You know that. Yeah. Um, it's it's going to be Waddle's Waddle's going to be a nice receiver receiver um, wide receiver one, and then the rest doesn't matter. So all bench spots. I don't think there's no he's not going to play Aaron Rodgers or any of these other guys. Chris Godwin might not even play the first game. Um, Darnell Mooney, no, not given what else he has going on. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. I think that yeah. that's how it goes, and I think it's a really close matchup. You think you take him? Do you know of a time I've lost week one? <laughs> How many? I've never lost week one. That's what I'm saying. You've never can, lost week one. Can, can, you, can you name a time I've lost week one? Let me tell you how the story's going to go, Jose. It's the same story every year between me and Remy. Remy talks trash like he's going to beat me, and then I spank his ass. And then Remy says, I'll catch you the next week time. And then, like, in week six, Remy will be like, and then I spank Remy's ass again. And then Remy will be like, oh, I'll see you in the playoffs. And then I'll spank his ass in the playoffs. And then he'll hop on you or Johnny's dick. And he'll be like, well, see, they beat you. You didn't get a ring, and you never really won one. And that'll be Remy's trash talk for the year with me. That's just how it goes. That's his whole playbook, man. Wow. Wow. Well said. Well said. That was aggressive. <laughs> I'm very curious on how Remy responds to that. Those are some fighting words. So it looks like I might lose this call again. So I just hope you didn't juju yourself. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, you might bring it back this year. Maybe. We'll see. I think you taking Remy, you taking me. I'm going with my nephew. I think my nephew whoops Remy's ass. I think you take him. I think you take him this week. Okay. The yeah. the Cowboys don't flex that hard on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think they lose that game. And his mm-hmm. stack with Elliott and Prescott goes into the shitter. Yeah. We'll don't see what kind of Cowboys fan he is if he uh you know, if he ends up benching him after this podcast. <laughs> At least he's got A-Rod. He'll be okay. Okay, which one am I going to next? Let's do uh, George versus Pitt. I think we could run through this one pretty quickly, too. Yeah. I mean, Pitt's team is, like, not the worst, but it's right next to it. So, I mean, I'll let you point out. Let's pick our uh, our top two uh, matchups that we like, where we think where the decision will be made. I'll let you pick yours first. All right, straight up. I have to go with with the king. Cooper Cup. Mm-hmm. The Kings Cup's going to be nice and full. I know it's against the Buffalo Bills. They're a tougher defense, but the guy's, the guy's a beast. He's huge. He's going to take T. Higgins. It's not even going to be a, a match. I think Cup's going to score big on Thursday night football. I'm going to be on the other side of that match with you, too, and take digs and say it is going to be them two showing off of who's going to try and be wide receiver one this year and Josh Allen having something to prove of. Hey, I know y'all are the Super Bowl champs. We are one game away from playing you. We're coming for you. You know, it's, I think Big's going to have a big game. Let's just be honest here. It's not even a fair fight. George is over here yeah. rolling out. Cooper Cup, Stephon Diggs, Mike Evans, and Smith-Schuster. His wide yeah. receiver team is going to demolish Pitt. I don't see how he comes out of this alive. Yeah, and I mean, Diggs has, I guess, you know, Ramsey will be on Diggs, but – 
you know, kind of watching what Chase did to him in the Super Bowl. I mean, Diggs is going to get his plays, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I, so I think, yeah, Pitt's just going to be in for a rough weekend. Nige's already having foot issues. Derek Carr is not going to be able to get, Ram, you know, uh, Adams the ball. Kittle's already questionable, and we haven't even played a week. Thielen's older than Steve. Um, <laughs> you know, so I, I would like to have much. Hunter Renfro, but, I mean, I don't know. Piff's, Piff's just trash, man. So it's another year for Piff maybe trying to beat Bub to not be Sacco. I mean, that's that's what Piff's got going for him this season. Oof, a rough one. Let's just, we're just going to move past that depressing yeah. matchup. Go straight into Steve versus uh, Chambers. Steve versus Chambers. Okay. I'll let you talk to this, Bobby. Steve always has that, like, big brain kind of fantasy team where it's like he takes a lot of sleepers. Let's see who Steve's got. Eh, not Yeah, see, there it is. Gainwell. I don't know about that one, Steve. And Stevenson. He always and... does take questionable picks at some point. Like, at some point, he takes some, like, weird speculative person. And you're like, yeah. why would you grab him? And he's like, oh, they're going to hit. Like, he has that look in his eye, like, this is my sleeper. And it well, some, doesn't work yeah. out. And this is why I don't like Steve's strategy right here, right, man? If you – like, we just went over the draft, and Steve didn't take a running back forever. So if you're not going to take a running back forever – and he's got four running backs starting. So wow, you're right. you should be loaded at wide receiver. And you've got, you know, two of your flexes, and they could – they could be single-digit scores, you know, like mm-hmm. I don't know who else he could really replace him with. I guess he took Hopkins, who was out, but, I mean, I would put Shark in there. Um, yeah, and then, yeah, I mean – I would too. How is that all the wide receivers you have, man? Like – Like, at least he's got Tyreek and J- JJ, but – Yeah. Yeah, he's looking kind of rough. His flexes are pretty weak, and his running backs – I hate Devin Singletary, man. I tried so yeah. hard to make – to believe in this guy. He has always let me down. I think he's terrible. Yeah. yeah, And I don't see Buffalo really running it that much, especially not on Aaron Donald. So that's going to be a rough game. And we already said ETN already had his job taken. So, I mean, Steve's just going to be in for a rough week. And he's already six points down. So this is easily Chambers' match. I mean. Yep. Sorry, Steve. Even if Chambers has, like, a, a, a okay, mild week, I mean, I just don't see Steve scoring any points. It's going to be a rough week one. Mm-hmm. No on no violence. I hate to see it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's move on to uh, Josh and Jared here, the Farmers. Yeah. So I talked all that again. shit about Jared's team, and here he is with a one-point lead over Josh's team. <laughs> this is going to be – Josh always gets so lucky – He's going to play his brother who scores 10th highest and Josh is going to be ninth highest in scoring and get a win. And somehow he's hanging around in the playoffs because he plays the softest schedule. But isn't that true to character? Isn't that so yeah. Josh? That's what he always does. Yeah. He's just going to be right there at 135 points and, you know, like just Mr. Consistent. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Just Joshin over here. I, yeah. I, I, I like his running backs. I like uh, Derek Henry, obviously, the Yeti. Derek Henry and uh, Joe Mixon. I don't know about Deontay Johnson. I think that's going to yeah. not be that great this year. That's just me. And then um, I do like Amon Ross St. Brown, though. But 
Man, okay, Mark Andrews. He does have Mark Andrews. And Mark Andrews, I feel like, could compete for number one tight end this year. I I really like Mark Andrews, and I think he has a lot of potential to maybe take the number one spot this year. So I'm, I don't hate Josh's team. You know, he's got some players on there that I really like. Um, I don't think he keeps Johnson in the starting lineup. You don't think so? I think he'll put in Claypool because Johnson's going to end up getting ruled out or be really questionable going into that game. Mm-hmm. Let's see what's his injury right here with the question because I know he's been trying to find Shoulder. yeah yeah I don't like it man I think he ends up taking him out we'll see yeah. if he keeps him in but I mean I don't think either way it won't be as big a deal I mean I think Bub's team he's just going to have a lot of letdowns mm-hmm. uh, Connor's not going to do not going to get the 16 points so that's not going to be there Gary Terry could do something versus Jax. We'll see. DK, DK, I mean, what do you think, man? You think he gets more than two catches? <laughs> That's kind of his MO, right? Um, exactly. That's what I'm just like. I mean, he's got Drew Locke throwing to him. Yikes. I don't see it. You know, Josh has got the sleeper here in game two. This 9.71 needs to be adjusted because that – He's been getting hyped. You know, yeah. He's easily going to be, you know, in the 15s. So they're just going to feed that dude all night long, or I guess all day long since he plays Sunday. So I'll, I'll, I'll go some. Josh on this one. Yeah. Same. I think, uh, like you said in the beginning, Jared had a rough draft. And I think that's showing in his week one. All right. So now we're down to the champ here. The final battle. It's sitting at a bold, a bold 147. That's right. Projected. We'll see if Seven we'll see if it holds up. points higher or six points higher than the next closest at Chambers. Or no, I'm sorry, George. Man, you and George are the top two here. That's some collusion right there. <laughs> Excuse me, George is at 143.99. Um, okay, so who do you like versus Johnny? Well, I like that this is a rematch of the finals of last year. I like that mm-hmm. uh, Johnny gets a chance to take revenge against me. Jalen Hurts, I like I like Hurts this year. He's he's gonna outplay. Uh, I don't know. That's actually gonna be tough. Joe Burrow, just Pitt. What do you think, Bobby? I like Hurts. I mean, Detroit's not that good, so Joe's just not gonna be able to run on Pitt. So he's gonna do it all with his arm. And you know, Hurts can run and scramble. Detroit's gonna have a few busted plays. So I think even if you know Joe Burrow threw for a hundred more yards and like you know another touchdown, Hurts can make it up on one big scramble. So I, I would lean the advantage there with Hurts. Okay, I think uh, I think Eckler takes him. I love Eckler as a player. I'm glad I was able to draft him this year. I think you let me get him, or someone like Remy, someone in front of me. I was I thought they would take him. I ended up getting him. Um, Fournette scares me this year. I, I definitely feel like I took a little bit of a risk taking Fournette, um, yeah. but I think he takes Elijah Mitchell. I don't see a, a lot of production coming out of him personally. I don't know about you. So I would give Swift the advantage against Philly. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, I just don't – depends, but, I mean, Herbert threw it a lot last year. Eckler's going to be someone they depend on. I don't see them doing as many passes to him. You know, like, I, it's kind of like on that Zeke mode kind of thing. Like, I think they're going to use him but not use him a ton like they used to and rely on some of these other pieces. Like Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, kind of be more even keeled. Um, and let in his third year, he's going to have command of that offense. I don't think he's going to need to check down as much to Eckler. 
Um, so I don't know. And then Swift, I mean, he's been kind of Detroit's, you know, offense. So I could see him with the advantage. I do agree Fournette's probably going to crush Mitchell. Um, I wanted him to be a thing so bad. Chicago's not that good, but that could just be like a real low, ugly scoring game of like nine to six or something. So who knows how that game goes. Then we got uh, DJ Moore versus Michael Thomas. And Michael Thomas, is uh, is he even playing week one? He's looked good. I saw in highlights, but I mean, he's a head case more than anything. Let's see, what's his questionable here? This is my thing is like, James, does he really throw the slant? I mean, you watched him for years with the Bucks. He likes to throw it way deep. He's not like, you know, Drew Brees used to love that he'd beat you over the middle and do that quick pass out. But yeah, the thing with James really is a, he'll James he always thing. he'll go for the risk with the big play. He's, yeah, his consist his accuracy has just never been there, you know. So you're getting a lot of interceptions, and but every once in a while you do get a big play. Exactly. So if you throw a lot of picks, you're naturally not going to want to throw it over the middle. So I don't see that that slant being his favorite route. Maybe it could be. Um, I like I like DJ Moore. Maybe Baker having some chemistry, but they'd probably split. I'll give a I'll go with Dad here and give. Uh, <laughs> Johnny the advantage with Thomas since uh, Jay Boo is with him. This is where uh, the next one's where I think I take some heat. Um Pittman, Pittman was awesome uh, last year. Yeah. Um I don't Allen Robinson's gonna have an okay game, but yeah. Michael Pittman's just gonna he's gonna wax the Houston Texans. Come yeah. on. I'm gonna take Pittman because his younger brother's doing big things for us at FSU. So I'll take <laughs> shout outs. Yeah. But yeah, Kelsey over commit for sure. I mean, I think this is where it could really win you the weekend is like Johnny could stay competitive with you in other spots, right? Like and be close. But if Kelsey just does what Kelsey and like eats more because Hill's not there and this whoever Johnny picked from Chicago who's been historically bad. <laughs> I'm just saying like even if he got to nine eight six, but Kelsey goes for twenty five points, that's a huge, huge L right there, you know. And that's not crazy to say Kelsey goes for twenty five points, you know. Yeah. Like I feel like seventeen is kind of conservative for him, and to me, this, you know, Johnny's tight end could easily go for two, you know. Like I don't know, that's a big, that's a big one there. So that could be a huge, a huge hole for him. He might be able oh, to make it up with these flex wide receivers, though. So. I see what he's doing. He's being cheeky over here. He put his right. top players in his flex spots. Keenan Allen versus Brandon Cooks. Keenan Allen. Devontae yeah. Adams versus Christian Kirk. Devontae Adams. I don't know about Allen Lazard here. Um, he looks like he might be having an ankle issue, so we'll see if he even plays. And then uh, if he has to put somebody in, I really don't know who he's going to stick in that, that last flex spot. Yeah, Miles Sanders? Me all that shit with – uh, Dobbins for all them times, and then he takes them. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, he might put Pickens in there. He's, I mean, he named his team after him, but I don't know. I mean, you, you know, you're talking about how he did. He put his best players in there, but, I mean, it's not crazy to think Cooks gets one big play and is right there with Keenan. Same yeah. with Kirk, you know? I think, I think what it comes down to, I think the quarterback play – probably be a push, right? I'm going to take him a yeah. running back. I got Eckler and Fournette. 
his running backs just aren't as strong. His wide receivers are better, right? But then I have Travis Kelsey to make it up in tight end position. I think we kind of wash on the flex position. So he's got stronger receivers than me. I think my running backs make up for the ground. And I think I take him by a little bit. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I mean, I really think, like I said, if if he loses by like ten points, I bet you could see it all at tight end. Like, you know, I, yeah. I think that's going to be his biggest hole. So I don't even know who this guy is, man. I've never even heard of him. Cole Komet. Yeah, he's supposed to be coming up. You know, he's getting a little bit of buzz. Okay. His best game last year was against Pittsburgh. It looks like for fourteen seven, he had one, two, three games over ten points last year, mm-hmm. and he had one, two, three, four, five, six. Six games under six points. Well, let's just put it this way. Seven games last under time, six points. The yeah. last time he played San Fran, he put up 5.4. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's my thing. I mean, you could say Fields has gotten better. Okay, maybe. But, I mean, San Fran's got a really good defensive front. And normally what gets them is they get hurt throughout the year. But you're playing a fully healthy team that also runs the ball a ton. So, it's not going to be a long game. Um, I don't know, man. I just like I said, I don't see it. So, so is that officially is that your first verdict? Are you going with yeah, dad? Or are you go, going with? I'm gonna. No, I'm going with you. I'm taking back my dad's status this season. So coming for Johnny's Ooh. ass. Oh so, shit! I know he sent Remy as a sacrificial lamb to be the week one because Johnny gets tired of taking that L so early from me. So he don't <laughs> want to play week one no more. Yeah. Fantasy football is back, and the trash talking is here. So, no dance with Nance. I didn't do the extra league this year, but shout out to you, Miss Nancy. Uh, we miss Nancy. you. Sorry for the language earlier. Um, I apologize. You know, I don't know what happened with your sons. They used to be good at fantasy football, but they, they've just got too much going on in life. Jared's getting married. Josh is a dad with a farm. I mean, I just I don't think it's their priorities anymore. Maybe that's a good thing, but. They might be they had, competing against each other for the soccer bowl. They had their years. I think the, the Burgess yeah. boys had a good run. Yeah. All right, man. Probably be you and Remy next week, or maybe me and Remy. I'll figure it out. I'll, I will keep the podcast schedule for everyone. So, um, but yeah, as always, it was a pleasure, man. Uh, I look forward to another great season. Yep. Glad football's back. See you, everybody. Yep. Go Knowles.